All right. Broad Oak Potty Podcast. We're back. I'm sitting with my buddy, Ryan Davidson. Hi there. Right. You're not actually sitting with me. We're once again looking at each other both, through the computer screen. But we're both sitting at the same time. Well, I could be yeah, standing. Think, you don't uh, know that. That's true. It is difficult to tell when you're sitting versus when you're standing. Hmm. So. But however we want to parse that out, we're here, we're here on the same podcast together. We are back on the same podcast. And um, you... you suggested that we talk about uh, this issue of pride and and perhaps it pairs well with our last discussion and just as it related to men despair certainly despair is not something that men alone struggle with and certainly pride is not something that men alone struggle with so we're but we're going to specifically talk just and i'm assuming uh pride as it can manifest itself both in men and women yes yes yeah, I, I got a lot of positive feedback about your article and our discussion of it. And one of the related streams, I think, that could flow out of despair can be just another inward issue. And that's pride, you know, um, not that all despair comes from pride. I'm not trying to say that it's always that's the only route. Yeah. Um, but as I got to thinking about it, I think, you know, one of the benefits of your article was you were dealing with a common issue that has... Um, tentacles in a lot of different areas. And I think as I was thinking about it, pride does the same thing, you know, and the Bible warns us against pride. Um, some have made the argument that part of the first sin uh, of Adam was a kind of pride, you know, undergirding that. Um, and, you know, I, I think um, there are a lot of expressions of it and a lot of outcomes, you know, that, that come from it as well. Well, can I work through, cause you sent me an outline. So can yeah. I work through, kind of the outline that you sent me and, and we're highly organized here at the broad oak piety podcast. It's, it's really organized. You spent, uh, how many minutes did you spend in total putting this together? Well, it took me a while three to, minutes, to three it, minutes. Took me, it took me a while to find your number again. Cause I had deleted it. And so I had to okay. find your number. Well, and and you no. also don't text. You kind of, you, you speak to text as well because you don't, you, you have a hard time seeing the, here we go. On the screen, but so here, so as it relates to the the different expressions of pride, uh, and and I know you perhaps didn't have any particular order in the way in which you listed these expressions necessarily, yeah. but the first one that you have is fear of man. Can, what, so what define define fear of man? What is it? Uh, how what what are the ways people struggle with it? Yeah, I mean, I think the, you know the scripture calls us to. Uh, fear the Lord, right? Proverbs 1, many other places, fear the Lord, that we are to reverence him, that we are to uh, worship him. Um, and a counter to that is the fear of man. Um, and this can look like valuing what other people think about me, um, uh, putting what people think about me above what God thinks about me, doing certain actions, not as if I'm living before God and seeking to please him, but living before men and women and seeking to please them. Um, and so, you know, fear of man ultimately is a is a heart level worship issue. What am I worshiping? You know, what you think about me or what the living God thinks about me. Now, this is not to deny that we shouldn't, you know, have a good reputation. The Bible calls us to have that, to have a good character before others, to live our lives in a certain way that before others. Um, however, fear of man is when we overvalue the opinions of men and start to live for them. 
that that's an excellent way to put it. Yeah. And, and just the, the way you, you know, it's a good thing to have a good reputation. It's a good thing to live a respectable life. Right. But, uh, what is driving that, what is behind that is what matters. You know, is, is it, you're giving the appearance of respectability because you're seeking the approval of man, uh, or are you concerned more about, um, living before the face of God? Yeah. Yeah. So fear, so fear of man is one. Another one you have, which I don't think a lot of people would associate with pride because it seems like pride's opposite, which is yeah. low self-esteem. And when you, you know, when you look into, I don't know, the first thing that literally just popped into my head is Oprah, you know, kind of this, you need to love yourself. You need to be good to yourself. Like it, it's yeah. very much kind of this, this felt need in our society. Um, and, and, and at one point I would have said that I see this more common in women, very low self-esteem, but I see this in men yeah, nowadays yeah. just as much as in women. And, and yeah. so, you know, so the remedy to our culture would be, you know, love yourself more or, you know, I, but, but what is low self-esteem and how could that possibly be a category or an expression of pride? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times people view narcissism or, you know, being cocky or pride, overtly prideful, thinking a lot of yourself. Um, as the main kind that, of pride. That, those are things you exhibit, right? I mean, here in our, we go. Okay. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Here we go. But think about the, the, the opposite. Like if you go, you swing the pendulum, not past the middle, but you go to the other side, a person who is constantly thinking negative thoughts about themselves, um, who cannot seem to find the value of who they are in Christ because they're overvaluing their seeming lack of value in themselves the strange uh, paradox is what's the common denominator between a narcissist and a person with extremely low self-esteem? In both cases, they're thinking too much of themselves, right? And we need to find our identity in Christ, who we are in our union with Christ. And so there are cases where some people may have what the world may call low self-esteem. And really it is they're constantly thinking about themselves, but they're thinking about themselves negatively versus positively, and I think we need to distinguish low self-esteem from what the Bible calls humility. Humility is proper placement before God. Low self-esteem is I'm going to value what I think about myself more than what the scripture says of me, right? And so there's the common denominator in both narcissism and in low self-esteem can be pride. Now, again, we're not talking about the exceptions where a a, a child grows up in a very ritualistically abusive home. You know, all the exceptions, people, what about this? What about this? Just the average person who thinks too negatively about themselves may be dealing with an over-focus on self-issue, which finds its root in pride. Yeah, that's really helpful. It, it's a, um, yeah, think, thinking of yourself too much and and just not mistaking the virtue that is humility for the vice that is low self-esteem. Yeah, right? yeah. Low self-esteem, it sometimes may give the project it, it may give the appearance of being humility when in fact it is it is not humility um, yeah yeah so it's not constant self-deprecation is not humility yeah. um so no that's good what about this one um you're in conversation with so you know this is another thing you kind of listed as it relates to just an expression of pride um speaking beyond what you know or, or and and not admitting that you don't know it. So the lack of admitting in a you know conversation, uh, 
as it relates to your knowledge on any given subject. Can you speak to that for a moment? Yeah. I mean, I think when we, when we are in a situation where we're either lying or misrepresenting ourselves or we don't, um, you know, admit when we don't know something that's that, that the ultimate heart level issue, the idol of the heart there again is, is, is our own pride. Right. Um, and, and that can relate to fear of man. Maybe there's some connection there. If I say that I don't know this, you know, the guys are getting together and they're all talking about, you know, changing their uh, spark plugs. And I don't know how to do that. I can't, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that. The, the, the sad part about that is we sometimes cut ourselves off from further growth and development because we don't stop to ask someone. I remember early in my adult years, 18 to early to mid 20s, you know, I just didn't like when I didn't know something. But I began to realize, um, you know, I need to start asking questions. So I would start to ask men, hey, teach me, how do you, how do, how are you doing that? You know, and at first it was like, I got to swallow my pride, so to speak, and admit I don't actually know how to change a battery in my car or whatever. And that actually caused me to, to grow in a lot of ways where now I could do that, for instance, uh, if I had to. But it required me not to act like I, I knew it all, right? Um, and sometimes people, but even as men, you know, it's, it's not just men, but sometimes as men, that's our big, like we do not want to be exposed in front of other men. It's a fear of man issue, but it's also a kind of, I need to look like I have all the answers when let's be honest, none of us does, Right. Yeah, I and I I think in some regard again, this, just circumstantial heat. But yeah. uh, you and I talk about I, this is almost like a thing that comes up in our episodes. But just circumstantially, like over, being overly connected, you know, from uh, to one another, technology or twenty yeah. twenty four seven news cycle, right? It, it's a there's a constant engagement sometimes because you don't want to be the person that doesn't know what's going on, or the per- or the person that doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. You can't converse about it, or someone comes up to you, man, can you believe this happened? Some, what are you talking about? And you seem out of touch. Like it can manifest itself in so many different ways. And, yeah, yeah, it sure can. Um, yeah. And, and I would even say, and I've seen this on, um, I've seen this on social media a lot. You get into these, uh, debates. It could be political debates. It could be theological debates. And, um, and the, and people can give the appearance of knowledge because of the ability to Google whatever it is that they're arguing about. Right. And, and, and so you can you can it's uh, in our modern day, a lot of times give the appearance of knowing more than you really do because yeah. you have technology that's so accessible to you. Yeah. Uh, and you you think that that Googling it or looking it up and pretending that, you know, it is uh, at the same time you're you're learning, but it's really cementing your pride. It's not not putting you in a place where you can actually grow and develop, and and you're just truly projecting an image of yourself that isn't true. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. um, okay. So the last one that you have, and I and I know that this could you know we could probably even fill out expressions even more you know even more than this but another one that you have is just the lack of following authority uh yeah and, i mean when you write this is this in your head some you, like who are you submitting to like the prideful person isn't a submissive person is that what you mean by that 
Well, I think, I think, you know, you could say that in the garden uh, where pride came in is Adam, not uh, believing he knew better, not believing God pridefully putting self first, you know, and there are God ordained authorities, right? Um, now we have to be careful that we don't misinterpret scripture. We, you and I've talked a lot about that during the COVID thing. Well, the government says do it. They're an authority. So you got to do everything they say. Um, but there, there are cases where, whether it's in the home, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the, the government, um, that there may be moments where uh, a kind of arrogance or rebellion develops because um, I am you know, either putting myself first, thinking I know better, um, refusing to submit to uh, God-ordained authorities. And, a, and one of the roots of that, not necessarily the only one, but one of the roots of that could be a kind of pride, right? Um, I'm, whether that's, you know, I'm, I'm too, I'm too good to submit to, you know, this ruling authority in the civil sphere, uh, or in my home or whatever it may be. Um, and I think there are going to be times when you see, uh, let's take a marriage, for instance, you, you see someone saying, I'm not going to submit. Um, and there could be a case where, Part of the beginnings of that, perhaps the stirring temptations of Satan of that is kind of causing pride to rise up, right? Um, so all of these are similar and they find their roots in, in pride or could find their roots in pride. But I think they are kind of a couple of different expressions of pride, right? Yeah, that's really helpful. Now, I, you have a list of some outcomes um, and those outcomes are anxiety, depression, ignorance, rebellion um i thought that you could perhaps talk through and again so this could have over, this could have overlap with the different expressions that you've listed yeah yeah um but i you know as i read through that list i um you know i'm thinking like these outcomes are also observable yes and you know and so we 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 could if we pay attention to the behaviors, if we pay attention to our emotional life, we may be able to trace it back to what is the root cause? What is behind it? That doesn't mean that pride is behind every depression or behind every anxiety mm -hmm. uh, necessarily, but yeah. um, paying attention to the outcomes can help to trace the root and by God's grace can be eradicated from our lives. Yeah. But can, yeah. can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, I think any one of these outcomes or let's say outward symptoms could relate to any of the four expressions we just walked through. But let me just take them perhaps in a one for one kind of way. Like if, if we go back to fear of man, a lot of times what happens when we overvalue the opinions of others, when when those opinions are not what we want, we can experience anxiety. You know, you're sitting at church after a service, people are talking Um you say something that doesn't seem to be received as well as you want, or people don't fawn all over you. And so now because of this fear of man, you have this feeling of worry or anxiety, right? Now you and I are both counselors. I mean, I've seen this before. Let me say this just as a disclaimer, not all anxiety is, uh, you know, coming uh, from a kind of sinful pride, but um, there can be instances where a person's pattern in life is to fear what other people think in a variety of settings, in a variety of settings. So they're walking around worrying and anxious, right? And, and at least part of, if not a majority of their anxiety stems from a prideful fear of man. Similarly, if we take the second expression, low self-esteem, a person who constantly is thinking negative thoughts about themselves, 
may be in a place where their thoughts are negative and they experience uh, physiological even kinds of depression. Now, again, to be clear, there are biological uh, factors that can lead to depression. There are other things. So we're not saying all depression is low self-esteem. But if a person has a prideful low self-esteem, they could find themselves in a place of depression, right? Just quickly, you know, lack of admitting you, you know, you don't know um, something. Um, you know, if you pridefully stay there, you're going to stunt your own growth and you can live in a place of ignorance. A symptom of pride is not knowing something repeatedly, right? You, you, will, you will stifle your ability to grow. You know, and I use rebellion for the, the, the last one, you know, lack of a prideful lack of following authority could lead you into a place where you're rebelling sinfully against a, a God-ordained authority. Again, not always, but in some cases. And so when we think about pride, it's not just the sin of our hearts, but it's the expressions of that in our thinking and even in our emotions. And in some extreme cases, even in our physical bodies, right? Excellent. Super helpful. Um, and, you know, perhaps just to, um, and I, I'll let you have last word, but just as, you know, you were, uh, did you catch that? Though? Like, I'm going to give you permission to have last word. Um, I will humbly uh, accept that. Okay. So the, um, you know, I, I just think in Philippians chapter two, right? The apostle Paul, he presents Christ as our savior and as our example, right? So let this mind be in you. This is Philippians chapter two, starting with verse five. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death, of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, those on earth and those under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. So again, Christ is our Savior, um, uh, whom we share union with, and we can thereby walk in humility. Yeah, yeah. A kind of Christ-focused humility. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, and I think that's that's helpful, brother. I think, you know, the only other thought that I would say is that Philippians as a whole book of Holy Scripture is a great place to camp out when we think about this issue of uh, pride. Uh, so, you know, just a couple of thoughts for us as we consider this issue of pride and what it looks like and a common sin with which we all wrestle. I know I do. So I think it's been kind of helpful to, to think through this. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be back with everyone uh, in a week or two. Mm -hmm.